Hello, thank you so much for joining me for Give Him 15. Title of today's post is Know Your Enemy. Who is Zephon? You'll remember, recall most of you that in the dream we've been discussing, Zephon was the pitcher trying to take us out. As I think about the insights and strategies given to us in the World Seers series dream, I'm amazed at what Holy Spirit has done to prepare us. He began speaking to me about the passage of Scripture that first mentions the principality, Baal Zephon, on July 4th weekend. Since that weekend, I have written at least three posts teaching on this spirit and how God dealt with him during Israel's exodus. I've been reviewing those posts and looking at the passage again. I feel that some review would help you as well. Let me begin by saying we are not and will never become preoccupied with demons. To do so would cause not only imbalance, but would lead to deception and error. We never take our cues from Satan. It is also true, however, that we are not supposed to ignore or be ignorant of him and his devices or his activities. Jesus did not ignore demons. He only did what the Father told him to do via Holy Spirit, but the Father often led him to resist them or cast them out. We are told to do the same, Mark 16, 17, and instructed in 2 Corinthians 2, verse 11, to not be ignorant. The Greek word agnoeo means without knowledge of or ignorant and also means ignore. We are not to be ignorant of or ignore the way Satan thinks and operates. That's the meaning of the word noema in the passage, thought, purpose, plot, scheme, plan, device. We are not to be ignorant or ignore the way he operates, schemes, plans, etc. The verse tells us if we obey this warning, Satan will not be able to take advantage of us. That's a Greek word, which means literally to gain or hold the bigger portion of something. Also, means take advantage of, but that's what you do when you take advantage. You're trying to get the bigger portion. So if we obey the warning not to be ignorant of him and the way he thinks and operates, he won't get the bigger portion. This is a strong warning. Ignorance can be deadly. So again, we are not a pre preoccupied with Satan or his kingdom, but neither will we be ignorant of his schemes and plans. Here's a portion of a post I did on July 7th of last year explaining who Zephon is and how God dealt with him during the Exodus. In Exodus 14, the Red Sea was rolled back for Israel and Pharaoh's army was destroyed. The first two verses inform us, Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Tell the sons of Israel to turn back and camp in front of Pi Ha 
Hiroth, between Migdal and the sea. You shall camp in front of Baal Zephon, opposite it, by the sea. God wants us to know that he chose the place for this encounter. To many of the Israelites, as well as to Pharaoh and his army, it looked as though Israel was confused, disoriented, and wandering aimlessly in the desert. And they were, in fact, now hemmed in, trapped by mountains, the sea, and Pharaoh's army. Baal-Ziphon was one of the Egyptian gods. It was believed that he reigned in power and was lord over the sea. He was the only Egyptian god Yahweh had not yet judged and exposed during the ten plagues and Israel's deliverance. Scott Lancer, in an article for Associates for Biblical Research, entitled Confronting Baal Zephon, the Spiritual Message of the Meaning of Israel and the Armies of Egypt, says, let us remember that God had been triumphing over not only Pharaoh and the Egyptians, but also the supposed power of their gods. The plagues were a drumbeat of victory as the gods of Egypt were, one by one, displayed to be impotent and powerless. And even more importantly, Yahweh wanted the Egyptians to know that he is the Lord. Pharaoh no doubt believed that this God was more powerful than Yahweh. He supposed that Baal-Zephon had led them into a trap and was now going to cause Israel to be destroyed in front of the place named for him. Yahweh had other plans. His plan was to demonstrate that he was the Lord of the sea, his authority, released through the extension of the rod he had given Moses, controlled the sea, not Zephon. Yahweh would lead his people through, not around, through the sea, the Egyptians believed, was under the control of Zephon. And instead of the Israelites being destroyed, it would be Pharaoh and the Egyptian army in front of the headquarters of their supposed God. July 4th weekend, the Lord spoke to me that this is where we are in America. Many prophets have used the analogy of Israel and the Red Sea to describe the church during this season. Our backs are to the wall. It appears that the God of this world has outsmarted and overpowered ours, and it looks as though Satan has taken over the nation. But Yahweh, once again, has other plans. He will release his authority over this nation just as he did over Israel at the Red Sea and demonstrate that he is the Lord. Baal has long tried to rule America, but the orchestrated plan of God to overthrow his influence in our nation began in 2007 and continues to this day. Yahweh is about to expose the evil plans of the God of this world and his allies. He has allowed them to gain ground temporarily in order to expose their deception, antichrist ways, leftist ideals, and even idiocy. But he will strike in his zeal 
power and determination to reap the coming great harvest. God must have a strong America that honors him in order to accomplish this. And he will have that. Do not doubt this. America shall be saved. Yahweh said in Exodus 14, 4, before springing his trap, And I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and he will chase after them. And I will be honored through Pharaoh and all his army, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. This is exactly what happened. Honored is the Hebrew word kabod, which is the word for glory. God actually said he would glorify himself as he dealt with Pharaoh and this false god. And some scholars believe that believe when Yahweh said the Egyptians would know he was the Lord, this was not simply a statement about proving he was in charge. It was rather a demonstration of his grace to the Egyptians who were deceived and in bondage following false gods who could not save them. And when God shows himself strong in America, he will be honored and glorified. Millions of people will realize the folly of their ways and that Christ is their Redeemer. Pray with me. Agree with me, please. Father, you are an all-wise planner. You see the end from the beginning and know exactly what to do to get there. You have been preparing us for this moment in time. Because of this, we are ready to overthrow the spirit of Baal that has ruled our nation. We know you are passionate to see this accomplished. You always operate in compassion and desire to save Holy Spirit, you are a great and brilliant strategist, and you're the best helper ever. As we listen to and obey you, we, we cannot lose. You have orchestrated events in our nation, preparing to overthrow the rule of this spirit, Zephon. You know him well. You have defeated him before, and the blood of Christ has sealed his fate. Cause the ecclesia to now arise and partner with you in this great endeavor. Bring a sense of urgency to the praying church. Cause them to know this is intended to be our finest hour. Indeed, you have spoken this to us prophetically. You have called it the greatest kingdom campaign ever. Speaking about what God is about to do in the earth. Awaken us to this and to the urgency of the times. We ask this in the name of our captain, Christ. Amen. And our decree. We decree that the church is arising and will deliver America from the control of Baal. Amen. So be it. I'll see you on Monday. Thank you for joining me.